letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830-WCCO. This is the All Local. With Friday's WCCO All Local, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include a big weekend road closure, getting to know Viking QB Kirk Cousins, and a special opening at the Minnesota Zoo. But we begin with what has been a controversial proposed merger between two healthcare providers, and now that appears to be dead. In a statement released yesterday afternoon, the CEO of Fairview Health Services, James Herford, says Fairview is discontinuing its plans to merge with South Dakota-based Sanford Health. He cites a lack of support from certain stakeholders. The University of Minnesota had vehemently opposed having a company from out of state like Sanford owning its Minneapolis Medical Center. The announcement drew positive reaction from the Minnesota Nurses Association, which was dead set against the merger. They claimed the merger would result in a loss of health care access in Minnesota while putting the future of the U of M Medical School into question. Al Schock, News Talk 830 WCCO. Heads up for drivers in the South Metro this weekend. 35W Southbound will be closed between 494 in Bloomington and 35E in Burnsville for resurfacing. That section of freeway shuts down at 10 tonight and is expected to reopen by 5 a.m. Monday. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. The time has come for the Vikings and their fans, the official opening of training camp. Here's Steve Simpson with more. It'll be tomorrow at the team's headquarters in Egan, with fans allowed into the facility for the first time. The training schedule featuring joint practices with both the Titans and Cardinals. Quarterback Kirk Cousins telling our Vanita Sakar this morning on the morning news that it'll give the Vikings an extra level of preparation. Seeing not only different players, but different schemes going against the Titans defense, the Cardinals defense, those are different defenses than what we see every day from our uh, defense. So that's where a lot of value lies, and uh, those will be very high-intensity practices that I think we'll get a lot from and get us ready for week one against the Bucks. Cousins also saying he's doing his best to welcome the new players and to make them feel comfortable. That includes the top draft pick, Jordan Addison, who, of course, made some news this week, cited for speeding on Interstate 94. St. Paul police are investigating a fatal shooting Thursday afternoon on the city's east side. A 31-year-old man is now charged with second-degree murder in the shooting death of 30-year-old Jermaine Ray John Baker on St. Paul's east side yesterday afternoon. Lazarus Burns II remains in the Ramsey County Jail. St. Paul police spokeswoman Molly McMillan says they're grateful for help from the public in these kinds of cases. It's not the St. Paul Police Department, it's the community's police department. So if you know of someone who may be carrying a gun illegally, you may have information about a shooting, you're always encouraged to contact us. The shooting was directly across the street from a school and a bus stop. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. With marijuana becoming legal in Minnesota in less than a week, Wisconsin police are warning against any attempts to bring the drug across state lines. Wisconsin State Patrol said the following in a statement to WCCO Radio. Possession of marijuana remains illegal under Wisconsin law. It does not matter if marijuana was obtained legally or in another state. When officers within the Wisconsin State Patrol or other Wisconsin law enforcement agencies locate illegal substances such as marijuana, they will take appropriate enforcement action based on the circumstances. In the Badger State, a first offense for possession of marijuana is a misdemeanor, punishable by a fine of up to $1,000 and or prison time of up to six months. 
Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. The Loring Park Arts Festival is Saturday and Sunday in downtown Minneapolis. Here's WCCO's Laura Oaks with a preview. It dates back to the turn of the 21st century, and local artist Cindy Jacobson says it's more than just a showcase of local talent. We've got people that are neighbors and people coming from Pennsylvania and Texas, and we have a great group of featured artists that um, have beautiful work. Everybody's work is 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 wonderful. Adding to the ambiance are the ponds and formal gardens of Loring Park, which was established in 1893 and named after the first president of the Minneapolis Park Board. After nearly a decade of decay and development, an attraction at the Minnesota Zoo is open. The ribbon cutting happened late this morning at the zoo in Apple Valley. Let's cut the ribbon and take a walk. United Health's Janine Rivett directs zoo CEO John Frawley to officially open the treetop trail. The trail follows the old monorail line that closed in 2013, the repurposing project getting financial help from the state. Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan, who remembers coming to the zoo as a child with her mother. The treetop trail is going to be a place where people can connect with each other, can appreciate all of the beauty of our state, of the region, and of the world. And what an incredible The treetop trail is one and a quarter miles long and is 35 feet above the ground. It's billed as the world's longest elevated pedestrian loop. Al Schock, News Talk 830, WCCO. The Minnesota Sentencing Guidelines Commission has raised the penalties for carjackings, sending perpetrators to prison for 7 to 13 years. WCCO's Laura Oaks with more. Among those voting in favor of the change was Commissioner Michelle Larkin, who is also an appeals court judge. We need to focus and give greater consideration to the harm to the victims of carjacking as opposed to the harm to the victims of a typical robbery or aggravated robbery case. The length of the sentence would depend on the defendant's criminal history. I'm Steve Simpson. University of Minnesota infectious disease expert Dr. Michael Osterholm says we're in the best shape we've been since, well, for several years as far as COVID is concerned. While case numbers are low right now, He told our Chad Hartman yesterday afternoon it remains to be seen how waning immunity from the vaccine will impact things. The number of people who were infected two years ago or three years ago or have been vaccinated for the last time a year and a half or two years ago, their protection has worn off over time. And so we have to understand what does that mean? Will these people be at risk again of Mm -hmm. getting serious illness, et cetera? We don't know that. Osterholm says they still haven't been able to fully determine why COVID hit some people harder than others. He himself says he's finally feeling a bit better after a long bout with the disease that he says wiped out his energy and affected his memory. Finally today, the Guthrie Theater in Minneapolis is winding down its 2022-23 season with a Tony Award-winning musical that's brought some fresh faces to town. And I know things now, many valuable things that I hadn't known before. For most of the cast of Into the Woods, this is their first appearance at the Guthrie, including Kim Chambers Otto. She plays Cinderella's stepmother in this tale that weaves some of our most beloved fairy tales together, all the while exploring what it means to go into the woods. That can mean several different things. Um, Going into the darkness, going into hardships, going into experiences that are not easy, and coming out of the woods 
with an, a different understanding or perspective of life. Into the Woods is the Guthrie's first piece of musical theater since 2019. Otto, who is also an accomplished singer and music teacher, says she was drawn to the complexity and depth of renowned composer Stephen Sondheim's work. The text is smart, the layers that you can peel away, mm-hmm. so it's not it's not surface material. It's not something that uh, somebody may just catch a hooky tune and, and be able to hum it and sing along with it. But the more you dive into the artistry of how he writes, the more satisfying it is. Into the Woods is at the Guthrie through August 13th. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830, WCCO. I wish. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsay Peters in News Talk 830, WCCO.